Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tyson, who we uh, who met out at FanFest, uh, tweeted in over the uh, break. He says, I don't think you can balk with no one on base. He is absolutely right. Don't think Clev Rock back and forth with runners on. Um, that's true. It's actually an illegal pitch now, and it's, yeah. it's going to be called a ball if you do that, if you pick up your foot multiple times in the windup. But technically, if there's no one on base, it is not called a balk. You have to have someone to move from first to second or second to third or third to home for a box. So you're absolutely right. He said he does He does want to see the no pausing called. Guys bring their arms up to a spot then throw home without setting. That is absolutely infuriating when you're uh, in the box and a guy just, hey, rolls right through. You're like, hey, 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 it's quick pitch. Now you can do it with nobody on base. No problem. I mean, you be up there expecting it. But with a guy it's on like base. like rolling through a stop sign. It's exactly what it's like. Hey, hey, you got to set. You got to come set at the belt. Every adult league game. Make him come set, Blue. Every single one. Got to come set. Got to come set. I'm sure it happens in the big leagues, too. We see it all the time. Like, hey, man, that, you didn't pause there when you delivered that pitch. So, man, these guys are going to be – they got a lot to deal with, these umpires who already do a semi-crappy job uh, a lot of nights. They're going to have a lot more to deal with now. Should be really fun for the game. <laughs> really excited about it. I mean, it. if you come up to a four-way stop yeah. and it's – daytime and it's there's no one around you can see all four directions do you ever really come to a full stop in that situation i do because i'm a law-abiding citizen is that true yeah really you know the speed limit is also a law i thought it was more of a suggestion you see that's i kind of feel the same way about the four-way stop now obviously there's a it's a law for a reason and you have to be very aware of pedestrians and cars, and you don't want to simply be running through stop signs. But I've always felt like, all right, if I go, if I roll down to like one or two miles an hour, 
and there's clearly no one there. Does does the pop the top of my car really the hood have to pop up? Yes. To every single time to indicate that I am a safe driver. Yes. Is that feels that feels a little bit much sometimes. Where do you have to be? You know. I it's it's more of a I just don't like the feeling of stopping and starting. Stopping and starting over yeah. again. It's just jerk, you know, jerking back and forth while you're driving. <laughs> yes. I get it. What were we talking about? What were you know. talking about? <laughs> Balking. Jack Sock. Balking is what we were talking about. All right, final hour of Ben and Woods. Um, good luck to the San Diego State Aztecs. The uh, basketball team plays tonight at 8 p.m. against Fresno State. 8 p.m. Trying to hold on to that one-game lead in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, Nevada is is definitely still in the rearview mirror. They've got one... One tough game left at Utah State, but otherwise Nevada has pretty easy schedule the rest of the way, so it's not like San Diego State can afford any slip-ups the rest of the way. A late start tonight. Also, Brady Hoke's team begins spring practice today uh, as well on February 15th. I saw his name come up on ESPN on a list of coaches to watch. There was a list of coaches on the hot seat. Something just happened with our app. Everyone's saying we're off off the air. Okay, well, I don't know if we're on the... Radio? Still, let's continue on the radio, and we're still on the radio. Okay. So we'll we'll continue on for that, and hopefully the app will sort itself out in a second. Um, he cool. wasn't on the hot seat necessarily, but they said watch for him to potentially retire this year. He's turning 65, and maybe Brady Hoke will call it quits. I hadn't gotten any indication that Brady Hoke was nearing the end of his, his coaching tenure, but maybe it'll be the last spring football for Brady Hoke at San Diego State. Spinning out because of the app. So, we're, yeah, we're all that's some national broadcast on college basketball talk. Well, Ben was just well, he was talking football. I actually talked to Aztecs for a second. Did we just switch to BetQL? Did the Odyssey app turn off the Ben and Wood show? I'm getting to, flashbacks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> tried the one thing I could maybe try to do to fix it. I don't know if we need to wait. Like do like a, a hard reset. You know, it's not really your responsibility. Kind of is. You can't do show. anything about the app, though. Yeah. You, your responsibility is to actually keep doing the show, and someone else should be fixing the app to make sure it works. So to make sure our customers are being served. I right. Don't wanna, but, I don't want to waste. But just. I don't want to waste our good stuff. Just talking about it, it doesn't is not fixing it or helping Also, anybody. I know it makes you uncomfortable, which is why I like to do it. I know you do. Uh, see this news out of Rangers spring training today. Oh, strap in, Ranger fans. Jacob Degrom experienced some tightness, Ben. That's always the first <laughs> day one. The first step, isn't it? It's day one. Day one, hour one. Jacob Degrom experiencing some tightness in his. I think it's. Uh, I think we're back. Uh, experiencing some tightness in his side on day one. By the way, if you just tuned in, we just came back. Uh, we're not talking about any Potters. We're talking about Jacob Degrom. Uh, tightness in his left side. And given the cold weather and how early it is at camp, we're told they're going to hold him back a day or two. <laughs> we're told like the nothing. seriousness level is such that he would play through it if it were the regular season. It is day one. Oh, my God. That just is... Uh, he just, I mean... Kind of brittle. Just so brittle. Hmm. Hopefully it's nothing. Love watching that guy pitch. So, um, All right, I think we're back. Everybody. All right. Well, it's good. Just in time for today's Rindle Report.
and get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a I say that at home <laughs> 400 times a day. All right. All right. All right. Gentlemen, we'll start off in the NFL. News yesterday that the Raiders officially, officially released Derek Carr before the uh, deadline. And there's still rumors swirling around if he's going to, you know, he's been visiting uh, with the New Orleans Saints. His name has been tied to them for the last couple of weeks. But he now- is officially loose. Yes, the the Raiders would have owed him a guaranteed $40 million if they didn't cut him loose. Now, he could not trade him. Well, they they would have been interested in trading him to the Saints, but the Saints wanted Derek Carr to take a pay cut before they did that, and he was unwilling to do that, so that torpedoed a potential trade with the Saints, so now he's going to become a free agent. He's not going to get the same kind of money that the Raiders were paying him, but now the Saints don't have to give up a draft pick or anything to get him from the Raiders. So potentially he could go to to New Orleans, but there are other teams that need quarterbacks. Jets always need a quarterback. (laughs) Perpetually. Carolina Panthers. I saw someone suggest the Pittsburgh Steelers could be a a good landing spot for Derek Carr with a coach like Mike Tomlin. And Do they really trust Kenny Pickett's? You know, going forward as their guy, or would they rather bring in a more proven commodity like Derek Carr? If we had a team here, and if it was the Chargers still, and Justin Herbert wasn't on the team, right? Yeah. You had whatever journeyman, Nick Foles was the quarterback last year, and Derek Carr was available. Would anybody in this room be like, yeah, let's go get him? Like a stopgap? Like yeah, exactly. He's not someone gap. you're excited about, but it's but again, better stop than gaps, having no one. Stopgaps don't. And he's not going to, like you said, he's not going to make $40 million, but he's not going to make $3 million either. So he would be good enough. Good enough. The opportunity cost is should we be playing a young player who could develop into a great quarterback? We know Derek Carr is not going to be anything more than Derek Carr. So we could be playing someone young, our potential Patrick Mahomes of the future or the next, you know, Josh Allen or, or someone really good. Or we can just play Derek Carr and hope to win, you know, nine or ten games and sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, and and he just he's one of those guys where you're like, how do I feel about him? Seemingly a really good guy. We watched uh, Hard Knocks a couple of years ago. You saw how much that guy cares. He tries and practices, and you know, just doesn't. There's some good numbers, but there's some really bad numbers. There's some really good throws. There's some really bad throws. It's kind of no middle ground with him. He's not even. He has, there's still, I still feel like he has potential, even though he's been in the league for however long. I'm like, I feel like he's still got some potential to do something. But ah, the Saints is it. I don't know if you're excited about that if you're a Saints fan, are you? Kind of being, it's kind of infuriating to know your quarterback can be as good Correct. as Derek Carr is on many occasions, but then has these games just, and just, stretches that are just, just horrendous. It's terrible. Yeah, agreed. 
Next up, uh, for me, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, loved the NBA on NBC. Loved their broadcast. They always had, it was kind of like the game of the week. And then after the 2002 NBA Finals, uh, NBC lost the rights. Disney, ESPN, ABC, they picked them up, and that's where they have been for the last 20-plus years. Uh, Warner Brothers also has the rights for like NBA on TNT, but uh, NBC is looking to get back into the basketball game after more than 20 years away from it. Uh, the rights are up after next April. So Disney has the rights until April 2024. And then NBC, along with Apple and Amazon, would like to... They've expressed interest, at least, in purchasing the NBA rights. And that could mean the return of the greatest sports theme song, network theme song ever, Round Ball Rock. John Tesh. Correct. Had the story of how he came up with that. He tells that on stage. Yes. I mean, I hear this song and I'm like transported back to like 1997. Yeah. We're back here in Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) Gary Payton squaring off. He like called himself on his own answering machine to to leave the tune. That happens a lot. And then that became Round Ball Rock. I'll ask you guys a question. And I'll bet you the answer is zero. How many of us in here keep a little notepad by our bed? Where we can, because I get ideas all the time, and then I go to sleep and I forget them. Do you ever have? Do you ever have? Do you put it in your? phone? I don't keep a notepad by my bed, but I do use the notes section of my phone occasionally. When you think of a great bid idea, yeah, use the notes app. Notes app. I've heard that's one of the habits of highly successful people. The notepad by the bed, because you wake up kind of in a stupor. You're like, you know, it'd be funny if I had Paul do the tuck back and play the. Music okay, and then you forget when you fall back asleep. Well, you know, to peel back the curtain, I write a, a whole page of notes yeah. every day. It's mostly sports headlines and bits, but you by, actually by mostly you mean all of you it. You actually wanted me include at the bottom like what you did today, like yeah, your you recap, know, some daily recap. Do you guys stuff. still do recaps? I, I stick usually stick a little note or two at the Let's bottom. See, I'm going to read Ben's recap for today. Ready? Yes. Get my glasses because I can't see. It's just a couple of quick notes. Ben's recap. Let me read Paul's too. Go ahead and read yours. Mine's right here, buddy. Yeah. Oh, so is mine. Mine's right hey. here. Mine's right here. Mine's actually written down. It's not detailed, but mine's, I know the details. Mine's right here. Here's uh, that clip that you referenced, John Tesh at uh, Red Rocks. Red Rocks. Yes. Talking. He brought out the actual answering machine from wherever <laughs> he was talking about. He was on vacation, and it just. You know, when you have a mind like that, it, sometimes it just hits you. And he called his voicemail back home while on vacation, brought out the voice machine during this con uh, this concert. On a pro basketball. Puts the mic up next to it. Hi, uh, this is a message for me about the NBA theme. Here's an idea. It goes like this. It's fantastic. Nailed it, like on the first try. <laughs> and then he kicks right into it with the orchestra and everybody behind him. Stuff. Who would go see basketball dribbling? Who would go see John Tesh at Red Rock? I would. <laughs> I know you would. That's a bad question in this room. By the way, if you are so desperate to hear that song, 
Fox bought the rights to it. They use it for their college basketball. Like the Aztecs game last Saturday that you missed because you called us like I four was, hours too late. Was late, yes. That brown ball rock was the theme every time they went came in and out of breaks. The Aztecs game on Fox. <laughs> it's a perfect title. It's a perfect Ben Higgins title, too. Round ball rock. <laughs> it's rock, but it relates to round ball. Basketball round Basketball ball, rock yeah. by John Tech. And uh, just, just kind of keeping it in the realm of basketball and broadcasting, I saw the, these videos going around yesterday. Uh, some colleges, a lot of colleges, will have student broadcasting available for their athletic events. Holy God, this is um, great. KCR College Radio at San Diego State. I know if you're on staff there, you can get the opportunity to call you know baseball games. and It's not necessarily on the official like Mountain West broadcast. You did some baseball. That was after my time at that San was Diego after. State. Okay. Yeah, that was when we were at the old station. They just they You did the Rindle do. report, though. I did do the Rindle report. Casey. I could have you could called have. baseball games yeah. on the KCR like student radio station. And so These guys are these guys my favorite. are from Mississippi Valley State. They're playing Alabama State University, I believe. I mean the team is horrible. But l- these two student broadcasters, they've gone viral a couple of times, and I now know why. Andre, how you feeling? Keep fighting, devils. Keep fighting, devils. Keep fighting. I think the devil, devil keep on fighting. I think the devil, devil keep on fighting. Unbelievable. I think the devil, devil keep on fighting. Dallas mm. Sports Network. We'll be right back after this break. Oh, oh like thank everybody that tuned in to the broadcast. I thank all the alumni. I thank all the boosters. Special shout out to AD Hakeem. Special shout out to Coach Ivory. Just shouting out people. Yeah, Special there. shout out to Valley. Special shout out to Andre. Special shout out to the band. They're sounding nice tonight. Special <laughs> shout out to the band. What do you think the Hornets coach is telling his team? What do you part. think the yeah, Hornets coach is telling his team? This is team. the best part. He's telling the man, look, if y'all don't play right, y'all not eating tonight. We're not stopping at McDonald's. Long drive. Long drive back. And it's going to be a long drive back. The devil's going to win this one. Long, quiet drive. Long, quiet drive. Ain't nobody talking. Turn them phones in. Turn them phones in. Say this prayer. Everybody go to sleep. Right all the way back to Montgomery, Alabama. Save some no of that talk. for when Be the quiet. Padres lose. Long, quiet drive after last night's game. Long, quiet. Woods, you better have a good show on Friday. When we drive out to Arizona, I'm taking your phone away. Yeah. There's going to be no music. There's going to be nothing. Long, quiet drive. No Long, food. quiet drive. Not stopping at Mr. G's for you. <laughs> oh, man. Too good. Too good. I would probably watch more college basketball if those guys 100%. were on the call. Yeah. Thank you, Paulie. You're welcome. Our Rindle report. Good job. Very nice. I would love to hear um, some of that Tiger Woods audio from yesterday. He's going to compete this week. First time he's actually teed it up in Southern California in three years. Uh, way back uh, 2020, uh, early in the year, Farmers Insurance Open and now the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. So he's back. His first PGA to a regular event, non major. I have a the dumb question. I have a dumb question. Yeah. They, I have a dumb question. They, yeah, this is a dumb question. They always say, this is Tiger's tournament. What does that mean? Can you explain it yeah, to Yeah, I can explain it to you when right. we come back. Because I have no sure. earthly idea. Sure. What ha- he has a couple of them, actually. Well, but yeah. Ha- All right. Expl- explain it when yeah. we come back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that first. Uh, we'll check traffic, then back with more Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Just what it takes and-
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, tune in next week, 6 to 10 a.m. We will be broadcasting live from Padre Spring Training beginning Tuesday morning. Presented by Mattress Makers. Natural, handcrafted mattresses that can make you fall asleep in an instant. You did and it wake yesterday. Up in a terror when your co-host yells <laughs> in your ear. Um, didn't know that he was there. Ah, no! <laughs> That's what it deal. sounded like yesterday at Mattress Makers in La Mesa. Uh, so you asked the question before the break. Yes. What does it mean when they say Tiger Woods, the host of the Genesis Invitational, Tiger's right. Tournament? He actually has a couple of them. The Hero Invitational is also Tiger Woods' hosted event. Now, it can, it can have varying degrees of responsibility, but uh, generally when a PGA Tour player is considered the host of an event, they probably have a tight connection with the sponsor of that event, and they will also be directly involved in some of the charitable beneficiaries. I'm sure that the Tiger Woods Foundation is very closely involved in the charitable functions of the tournament, which then puts more of a responsibility on Tiger to help promote the tournament. Obviously, he'll try to play in that, if at all possible. That's probably one of the reasons why we're seeing him of all the tournaments he could choose to play at in the PGA Tour, and he hasn't played in one event, run regular non-major events since his auto accident, it's not a coincidence that he's picked this one because he is the host of this event, and you know it helps promote the tournament by him being there and playing at Riviera this week. Sure. So you know. So obviously, it's not something that's. Um... How many guys on tour have their own tournaments? Not that many. Okay. Uh, you know, Phil Mickelson for a, a, a few years hosted the one out in the desert, uh, but then when he went to the live, they canceled that part right. of, part of it. Uh, it used to be a, a little more common. You know, Jack Nicholas hosts the Memorial. Yep. You know, he used to do that as a player. Now, obviously, not. And then Arnold Palmer had his uh, the Bay Hill Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, you know, he's no longer with us, but there's not a, a ton of players who are at the level. You have to be a pretty 
big time player to be hosting your own tournament at that. But Tiger obviously is, and uh, he's there this week. He's playing at Riviera. You know, he hasn't never he's never won at Riviera. It's the ter- it's the place he's played at the most in his career. It's where he had his very first professional tournament as a teenager, when he played as an amateur in the tournament, and I think he's played at least eleven times, and he's never won. This tournament. It's odd that it's your tournament that you've right. never won. At Tory Pines, he's won seven times, I believe, the Good Farmers Insurance God. Open. But Riv, he's never won uh, at, at that tournament in Pacific Palisades. Uh, but he thinks he's can this week. He, so he talked yesterday. You saw him out on the range. He's going to play a practice round today. Uh, talked about being a little rusty, obviously. You know, the competitive juices, it's been a while, and it may, you know, it may be difficult to get back into the flow. But he feels like his game is good enough right now to beat the best golfers in the world. He does not lack the Tiger confidence at all. Here's what he had to say yesterday. Tiger, you referenced Arnie and Gary playing 50-plus Masters. Is there any part of your competitive DNA that would nope. allow you to enjoy? Nope. I'm not playing that many. Sorry. <laughs> but like, I'm Sorry. Is, in tournament golf, is there, yeah. you, know, you, you <clears throat> reference like the history of the game and mm-hmm. the celebration people. If you're 60 and you don't wake up with the irrational belief I could win this tournament, could you still enjoy any of it? I That's a question. I I don't. I have not come around to the idea of being. If if I'm if I'm playing, I'm playing to win. Okay, uh, I know that players have played and they are ambassador of the game and trying to grow the game. I, I I can't have my mind. I can't wrap my mind around that. Uh, as as a competitor, if I'm if I'm playing in the event, I'm I'm going to try and beat you. Um, I'm there to get a W. Okay, so I, I don't understand that making a cut's a great thing. Um, I, if I enter the event, uh, it's always to to get a W. And I, there there will come a point in time when my body will not allow me to do that anymore. And it's probably sooner than later. Um, but wrapping my head around that 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 transition and being an ambassador role and just playing and just trying to be out here with the guys, no, that's not in my DNA. Um, ambassador role and hosting events like this and hosting the, the Genesis Invitational um, or Hero and doing those type of things, I, I totally get it. Uh, but as a player, you know, I flip the hat around and become a player. Um, from a player standpoint, it, yeah, I'm, I'm here to get that W. Yeah, interesting stuff. I read a little bit yesterday. So he got in that awful auto uh, injury, er, auto accident, and they almost had to amputate his leg. And so he's battled his way back from that. Swing looks good. Swing feels good. Game feels fine. Can still make putts. Yeah, he says on the driving range, yeah. I look pretty much like me. Ranger Rick, he said. Well, I'm, 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 well, I'm I have to actually there. walk 18 holes. So he said what they've been doing is he walks on the beach a lot, and he pushes it every single day, and then they gauge how long it takes him to recover. So they've been pushing it. And he goes, I've probably overdone it a little bit on uh, a couple of instances where the next day I wake up and I'm like, oh, my God. Then, you know, he's got a team of people, which he will have out there working on him to make sure he can just walk the course. And apparently at the rib, the first hole is the one. The hill. The you hill. Go, you're way down, yeah. And then the 18th, you have to climb, climb way up. Climb way, way up. But the bottom of the course is pretty it's flat. pretty flat. So if you can get through one. Get through 18 to walk up and sign your card. Uh, you know, I think somebody made the, the joke. Yeah, when you shoot at 65, that walk seems a little easier, uh, if that would be the case for Tiger. Obviously, I'm pulling for him. Uh, I've been watching the doc again all week. Uh, I just, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for the guy. I, I, I love the, um, I love the, um, 
the the what am I? What's the phrase I'm looking for here? Not the reclamation project. The um, the comeback. Comeback. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 rooting for the guy. I am. So, you know, he said, you know, you'd see the Masters, you know, the ex-champions, like a Ben Crenshaw would come out and shoot an 80, yeah. you know, and play a couple of rounds. He's like, I don't want to do get, this. You know, get a few nice applauses, and then you miss the cut on Friday by 20 strokes, right. and that's it. And that's you it. go out, and you're an ambassador for the game. Tiger goes, no, that's not, that's I, not I for me. Do I don't want to go out there and, and suck. I, you know, I, I, if I'm going out there, I'm going out there to win. And he thinks this week that if he plays his game and his leg holds up, and he makes some putts that he should be there on the leaderboard at the end. It would be an unbelievable story. It would be if he was ridiculous. I even Tiger has to kind of get in competition mode. I would think to be playing his best golf in a tournament. And then he said, you know, now after this tournament, probably all of his attention will be focused on the Masters and getting ready for that in April. Yeah, I um, I, I admire that about him. You know, I do, and and it, it, the time, like you said, is probably coming soon. But, man, I, my finger hovered over picking him for my, my legacy fantasy golf pick. I, I just thought, man, what a what a story it would be. I, I, you know, I wonder, you know, and, and obviously the leg and the injury is a big part of it, but you see, like, I got, like, Freddie Couples. He's got a bad back. He can sometimes barely walk, and then he has a good day, and just a few weeks ago he shot, like, a 63. Yeah. You know, it it can still happen. You know, you turn back the clock for a day or two. I, I feel like I'd want to keep trying Freddie's, as long as I possibly could. Freddie's swing is not one that promotes a lot of back injury. It's it's tailored for his bad back now. I mean, we saw it. It's as smooth as silk. Tiger Woods doesn't know how to go out and swing at 75%. He's never swung at 75% in his life, ever. So for him, you're asking him to become a totally different person and player. And so... um you know, it remains to see if he can adapt, you know, down the road. I hope he does because I'd love to see him play on the Champions Tour, Ben, for the next 15, 20 years after, you know, after he becomes of age. Log in and listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app or at 97.3 The Fan SD.com for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Coldplay's sold out show at Snapdragon Stadium on September 27th. Every hour you listen now through February 19th equals one entry in the contest. All right, we'll come back. I think we got some new Bob Melvin sound from his scrum. Uh, last hour and wrap things up for a Wednesday as this week uh, hits the bottom half on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. I want to lose a couple days. We probably never struggle coping, but I never want to. Promise again that I will call her. Forget the time because I'm seven hours behind. It's probably good I didn't call her. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hour 973 The Fan brought to you by Five Hour Energy. Visit fivehourenergy.com. Remember, college, Five Hour Energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover Five Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit fivehourenergy.com. All right, Padres players on the field. Uh, they are, it's still just pitchers and catchers technically right now, no official players, but I know Fernando Tetis Jr. taking outfield fly balls, tracking. Doing things like that. We're going to hear from Scooping. Scooping. Jay Cronenworth working at first base. Um, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin and what he had to say about some of the early days of the spring right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. All right, so uh, Bob Melvin, just kind of this daily routine at spring training. Baseball it's our is managers, about routines. It's our manager's corner, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, baseball is about routines, and part of the spring training routine is manager meets with the reporters in the morning. I kind of goes through what he saw from the day before and what's on on the docket, you know, answers some different questions. And it gets a little repetitive, obviously, but we're still early in the spring, so kind of interesting to hear what Bob Melvin has to say. Uh, One of the questions, Paulie says he was asked about uh, the depth that this year's Padres team now brings. Yeah, I think we're, you know, barring injury, I think, you know, if you're trying to forecast 26-man, fairly easy to do, yet not only some depth you know, on the big league roster, but also on the 40-man, too. And that's become really important uh, is to be able to withstand some injury. We were, Knockwood, we were pretty lucky as far as injury goes. But, you know, it's increasingly important to have more depth within the 40-man. I think we're doing that. Yeah. Is good. Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, <laughs> you can help me out at some point. I didn't know what you guys were doing. I'm just trying to. I'm looking through the cuts here to see what uh, what Bob Melvin had to say. So uh, let's let's move up to some Fernando Tatis Jr. talk, Polly. Uh, scroll a little bit up because uh, I'm curious to hear Bob Melvin's early impressions about outfielder Fernando Tatis Jr. He is good. Buffering. Buffering. On fire. (laughs) Tough when you have a segment that's predicated on the audio that you're going to be playing for the manager. It is. But then that audio doesn't play. Right. Right. Because I was going to react to what yeah, Bob Melvin play had to say. The way you want to do is you play it, and then you react. I haven't heard it yet. I so haven't heard it yet either. It's hard to react to Let's it. Let's try it again. Bob Melvin asked 
if you liked what he saw from Fernando Tatis Jr. Boom. in the outfield. I did. Yeah, he's pretty athletic. He could play anywhere on the field. So, you know, it's just getting enough time and getting acclimated. You know, obviously he's been an infielder most of his career, a little bit outfield time, but um, there are very few athletes, you know, as good as he is in the major leagues, period. So he could play anywhere. Well, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. himself said he was a top five athlete in major league baseball yesterday. He did. Uh, You know, talking about potentially moving to center field at some point. Bob Melvin seems to agree. Uh, I would also agree with that assessment. You tell me five guys in Major League Baseball were better athletes than Fernando Tatis Jr. Max Muncy, one. That's just one. I you're not gonna. Off, you're off not gonna top find of my head. I mean, no. there's a lot of very good. Yeah. I think baseball players are sometimes underrated as athletes. Hundred percent. That even um, even a guy like you know we've talked about it before, like a CC Sabathia. Is a great athlete. He may not have a great physique, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily a bad athlete. You don't have to look like an Adonis to be a good athlete. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no Adonis looking there. But yeah, that dude can like dunk and he's he's he can swing at the golf clubs. Like he can play. Uh, he's he is a good athlete. But Fernando Tatis Jr. is on the level of like an NBA type player. You know, with ridiculous speed and jumping Pops. skills, yep. body control, big arm, the whole um, bit. You know, it's just it's just got the entire package. So, um, of course, you know, the concern is all, all that there after all the surgeries is that athleticism and talent still on display. Here's what Bob Melvin had to say about uh, his comeback from injuries. It's been knock wood. It's been fantastic. I mean, you watch him take BP yesterday. It looked like he never left. You know, it was never hurt. So, I know the shoulder. Uh, he feels great with the shoulder right now. The wrist probably takes a little bit more time, but I think if you, if you ask him, you guys have, if, you know, I think it was it really benefited him to have that surgery because that's something that could have, you know, been a problem at any particular time. And to you know get past that right now and not have to think about it, I think benefits him and gives him more peace of mind. All right, uh, no, no, nothing problematic there as well. You're not expecting anything bad from. Obviously, the skipper about his own player, but you said earlier, you know, they're already worried about Jacob Degrom and, and tightness. It's it's good to get good reports about a star player uh, coming off an injury this early in the spring. Um, so, I, as much as you you might deny it, the Padres definitely relied on Eric Hosmer for some leadership. Yes. before this season, it's he a was well liked in the clubhouse. As much as fans may not have been a fan know. of him, he was not well liked. He was. Well liked. Liked. He was they worshipped him. Loved. Confirmed by fifteen different players. Beloved. Now the Padres didn't fall apart when he left. They did not. As was the fear, perhaps, that happens when you lose a leader. But guys like Manny Machado, you know, stepped up where they needed to, and the Padres went on that run to the National League Championship Series. But leadership is certainly something that changes from season to season and team to team. And Xander Bogarts was always considered a leader of those Red Sox teams. Now, how quickly can you jump in and be a leader on a new franchise? Bob Melvin asked about what kind of leadership qualities Xander Bogarts bringing with him to a new team. Yeah, a huge one. So it's that's that's something that you know you know just watching you know his his time in Boston, how much of a leader he is, and not only from coaching perspectives but players as well. And I got plenty of messages about. You know how this is a real guy in the clubhouse and on the field as far as leadership goes, and you know 
can't have too many of those guys. He said you were willing to listen to some of his opinions too. He wouldn't share what those opinions were, but yeah, no, look, I, you know, it's uh, we're just trying to get it right here, and we we have some guys, like I said, moving around, some guys that have not played together before. You know, we're also looking at some lineups, and you know where that may fit. <laughs> get some time with that, but yeah, I'll, I'll listen. That's interesting. I think in a lot of you know office dynamics. New guy. If we get it, if Sam Levitt came in last year, and all of a sudden you know had some ideas on, hey, I got some ideas, Woods, on how you can improve your show. I've got some ideas on this. Would you be willing to listen to I'd them? Tell him to go fly a kite. It's not. It's there's usually some resistance to the new guy speaking up very quickly. Like, hey, why don't you? Now, if Howard Stern came over though and said, Woods, I've got some ideas for your show, I'd go, yeah, I listen. And Xander Bogarts is more of that category Correct. of player. Not that this is not a knock on Sammy Levitt. You know how I feel about spring training, I Sammy. Um, but yeah, no, I, I can understand that. The fact that Bob Melvin's like, how, how fun is it going to be for him when Tatis is back to try to configure that thing, you know, to try to maximize that lineup every day is going to be uh phenomenal. It's going to be, it's got to be one of the most fun parts of the job for him. Also probably a bit excruciating <laughs> at times too, knowing who to hit where and when and why and, uh, matchups and all that, but uh, such good problems to have for the San Diego. You know, Padres. there's no reason to think the Padres will get off to a bad start no. without Fernando Tatis Jr. They have plenty of talent. Sure, you know, starting against the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. Who who else? Paulie is on the schedule in those first twenty games before Fernando Tatis Jr. comes back. Uh, Rockies, Diamondbacks on the road to the Braves, Braves. and the Mets. Then okay. back home yeah. for Brewers, Mets. All right, so they got they have some, some tough tough, tough, tough teams yeah. early in the season. Um, if April 20th, right, is the date? Yeah, 20th uh, or 21st. If everything yeah, stays if everything's on track, perfect. that would be the first road game Arizona. against Arizona. So, I mean, there's a possibility the Padres could struggle a little bit early. Not struggle necessarily, but, you know, could be around 500 with so many games against the Mets and the Braves early, you know, splitting series with other contenders early in the season. And then you inject Fernando Tatis Jr. into the lineup. What if the Padres get off to a really hot start, though? What if they are just right out of the gate, you know, like seventeen and three? It's great. It's great. What's right? the question? <laughs> what are you bench, bench Tatis? Yeah, you're not going to, no. right? But I mean, it's a, it's at least something you kind of deal with when he comes back. Like, yeah, you're like, I'm elated. Now we're, not, now we're now we're going to go on a twenty game mess with this lineup that's going yeah. so well without him. No, just somebody sits and you slide him in, and you'll be good. Everything's gonna be fine. He is gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna play. He's going to play. Sure. Yep, he is. He's not. Uh, we talked about Jackson Merrill a little shit. bit earlier. Uh, Sammy Levitt talked to Jackson Merrill in the Padres clubhouse. The 19-year-old Padres top prospect shortstop Bob Melvin also asked about his assessment of what he's seen from Jackson Merrill so far. Uh, he's a very talented kid for his age. He does not look like what is he 19 or whatever right now, and, and you know, really smooth. You know, one of those kids that just is. You know, farther along at that age than maybe, than maybe others, and you know he's starting to get a lot of recognition around baseball now for the type of prospect that he is. And you know, with with Xander going to be gone and and uh, for a period of time, and and Hasong too, he's he's going to get some he's going to get some games in spring training. I was going to ask how valuable this experience can be. That on top of just being around. Yeah, both. 
you know, it's one to just show up at big league camp your first time and get to know the guys and be around it, but another to get to play. So, in the lineup. you know, it's, it's rare that you get guys like that as, as young as he is that they're going to have the potential to get some get some innings. In. 19. Did you see the uh, videos of Xander flipping, you know, flipping double plays with him yesterday? I, I, mean, I didn't. But so smooth, man. So, so I smooth. mean, I just I love that quote from Xander that Jackson said, oh, you're coming for me, you know, yeah. on that shortstop. And, Jackson's brother. No, 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 sir. No, no I just no. want to play with you. I just want to play with you. <laughs> Let's win together. We're <laughs> not coming for you. No, no. Don't worry about me. I'm, I'm just here to learn. I love that Xander's walked in on day one. He's like, I got some ideas about the lineup and where guys should be playing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. It is so good. I mean, he's got the you know he's got the hardware to back it up. Certainly, um, really excited to get to know him and watch him play. I really am. He's just sneak sneaky. I mean, I love so many guys on this team, but sneakily, I was telling Bo last night we were watching on. He was on the news again. I go, just what? I go, you're gonna really, really love this guy. He's very, very lovable, um, and and is really ingratiating himself to to me and and I think Padre fans uh, all over the. City. I know there's a lot of people who thought the Padres overpaid. For Xander Bogarts, well, uh, we'll see. Not coming off a huge season, only hit 15 home runs last year, and you paying that kind of money, you, you're kind of hoping for. All right, I want to see a, an MVP type player, and maybe he will be. He has certainly been that in the past. But when you get a bunch of character guys on a team all together, it's very rare that that team ends up being bad. You know what I'm? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I yes, you can't win a championship just with. You know, nine great character guys. You need to have talent. But the Padres clearly have plenty of talent. At that point, what separates you from the other talented teams in Major League Baseball? And really, when it comes down to those, those final little bits that turn a uh, a playoff team into a World Series champion, it's generally not a huge talent difference. The teams at the end will all be very comparably talented. Yes, It'll come down to... Work. It'll come down to chemistry. Health. It'll come back to health and leadership. There are a number of factors, but one of them the Padres seem to have been growing in the offseason by adding Xander Bogarts is that leadership, clubhouse presence. Xander, Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz. I exactly. mean, the, the, the character, you know, the, the, the guys and the leadership that um, has been exhibited by these guys in their career is, is through the roof. I mean, they've got that in spades on this team. So, um, not even concerned a little bit about too many leaders or too many cooks in the kitchen, too many voices. Not, not at all. Because and, and we, they weren't we, missing it last year. No, no. But, I mean, but it's good to have more of yeah, it if no you question. can. No question. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm just like champing at the bit to get out there and see these guys myself. I'm losing it that we're not there right now. It would be so fun. I, to you know, I, I thought I felt good about like our plan yeah, to go too. next week. I thought week. we nailed it. But now that I see everyone kind of there already, I am getting a bit of a FOMO feeling. Like, oh. Specifically waiting because we want to make sure everyone's there. Huh? No. but now sure. This would have been fine. So many people arrive so early, it's it's as though camp has already started. Even though the first, again, the first full squad workout is not until next Tuesday. That'll be our first day broadcasting live. My guy's out there getting work already. I love it. Blake Snell currently throwing a bullpen right now. There's some uh, video and stuff up on. Uh, up on Twitter. Remember, he he didn't show up last year coming out of the lockout ready to go right away. He had some injury issues just to start, so he's already well ahead of the curve of where he was last season. Now, does that help him get off to a hotter start than we've seen in his first couple of seasons with the Padres? Who knows? But it certainly can't it certainly can't hurt to get better reps and 
just a, a more steady routine going into the season than he has had in the past. Big year for Blake, man. Walk year too, so expect uh, expect big things out of these guys. All guests on Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. All right, we'll come back tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll see how late Woods can stay up for an Aztecs game tonight. 8.15. So you'll see the first four minutes of that game, maybe, possibly. Uh, we'll obviously have more Padres to talk tomorrow as well. For Paul, for Woods, I'm Ben. Coach, coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. Have a great rest of your Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.